0: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yerko, WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago.
1: A good Karma Brands radio station.
2: Friday, it's Groundhog Day. So, what happened at Gobbler's Knob? Earlier today. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell ya.
3: I'm not gonna say it. Almost felt like you. I put, love the way we started. Uh, yeah, show. it right almost right,
2: felt right. like you put two synonyms together right there. Right out of the gate, my friend. Yeah. So uh, we got an early spring coming, according to the one and only Punxsutawney Phil. <laughs> it sounds like an adult film. It does, doesn't it? Probably not. Starring Punxsutawney Phil. What is going on? Not a bad uh, <laughs> yeah. one star name.
3: Exactly.
2: Happy Friday. We are a little over a week away from Super Bowl 58. We'll talk about the game today. Some other fun uh, NFL stuff as well. Getting you set for the weekend. It is Groundhog Day. Maybe you watch the movie this weekend because that's the definition of a rewatchable, Yurko. It is aged like a fine yeah. wine. Oh yeah, it gets better every time you see it. It's funny because it wasn't really critically acclaimed upon its initial release, but right. boy, has right. it aged well. Uh, Groundhog Day is fantastic. This is also uh, the debut weekend for the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry David has said he is. He's, he's done. done. This is it. We'll he's talk a little enough. bit about that. Well, Delary's got to be what? He's got to be seventy, right? Uh, Something uh, like that. He should go enjoy himself. Seventy-six. Seventy-six. It, it,
3: if, it. if he's like the guy that he portrays yes. in the thing, and you have a feeling that this is not much of a stretch as an actor <laughs> for him, right? You're right. And that's exactly who he is. Yes. Yep. Can that guy find happiness? Can Great he, question. Can he find? Can he go and do nothing and be happy? I don't think so. I don't think he's happy unless he's irritating people. I think some people get off on just being a burr in the saddle. You know, being that, uh, what was it, between the mattresses? Was it a cookie? I remember on Sesame Street. I don't remember. It was a cookie. It was, was it the, cookie? Old, the old fairy tale where a guy couldn't sleep or something yeah, 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 in between yeah, yeah. the mattresses. I vaguely
2: remember. But he's yeah. that guy. He might be, key. He's the monkey in the ranch. You know, that's, that's what he likes to be. They say he's worth like half a bill. Go I mean, if I were 76 and worth the half a bill, I, I think I, I'd find a way to be happy. He might not but be uh, happy. But how no long I, are you
3: happy by yourself? I too. don't know.
2: Great question. I mean, just
3: imagine a guy like him talking to himself all day. Yeah, he'd drive time. himself crazy. That's why he needs other people, so he could drive them crazy.
2: Curbs an all-time show. Uh, we'll spend a little time talking about that because it does debut on Sunday. Without football this weekend. There's the NHL All-Star game, but yeah, you know, and like so maybe the skills the competition on Saturdays all is all fun our star sometimes,
3: All-Star All-Star games and all it's what that is is the corporate.
2: Uh, yeah, gift. it's
3: it's the corporate gift for anybody that sponsors everything and all your big wigs get to come out with their families right. and significant others and they get to entertain their families and they say, "Thank you for the millions your companies have given us. Now we'll entertain you for the weekend." That's all it is. It's one big uh, corporate corporate kiss. That's all it is.
1: So yeah, the, I
3: don't participate in a
2: tomfoolery and the chicanery. There's not I much don't. to get excited about. I ignore it because that's what it's there for, to be ignored. You know, without football, uh, the NHL's on break this weekend. The basketball games, you know, like the marquee game, doesn't have, Embiid's not going to be in it tomorrow. Right, right. So I think Lakers play the Knicks. That might be good. But LeBron and AD didn't play last night. Impressive win for the Knicks, by the way, last night. Uh, without LeBron or without yeah, AD. Well, yeah. I thought it was in so Boston. Yeah. I think just the third home loss this year for Boston, and it came without... The Lakers' two best players, so good on you there. Maybe the game in the Garden's fun on Saturday. Like, there's not a ton. I'm looking forward to the debut of Curb, uh, the n- latest episode of True Detective. That that caller blew my mind the other day. Black and Abdallah know more about this because they, cause they go, go on the interweb uh, uh, more and,
3: about the the sign from the first season
2: and the fact that there's a connection between Matthew McConaughey and the. I don't want to give too much away here if, like, people aren't well, caught listen, up on if, the new if, detective
3: if you're not caught but, up on it and you're not watching it actively, what kind of respect do you need to have for the people that don't watch?
2: That guy blew my mind when he said that. Yeah. And Chris and Adam said, you can go on and read online. I haven't done that yet this week, but I think I will at some point. You should. Like, there's writing out there that, and I guess the original creator, Abdallah, said is pissed.
4: Oh, I'll send it to you. I have a thing that like that the way it connects to it, but, but there's yeah. like a connection to, from this
2: one to McConaughey in the first
4: one. That's what they're trying to do. Yes. Oh my gosh! I'm, it- I'm an episode behind, so I was going to watch this week, last week's episode, and then read it. Okay. But I'll send it to you guys and All like right. yeah, send it he's, to me. So he's commenting on. Posts from people on like Instagram and Twitter, mm. and like I'm not associated. This is bull, B- yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, and like all this stuff. And like, he's not a fan of what they're trying to do in the new season just to like get people to watch because like it's not the same. It's no, not-
2: I don't think they've ever replicated that first season.
4: And I even liked uh, the one with, um... did you like the Vince Vaughn one? I, I did, yeah, I thought I it was like okay. the Vince Vaughn one.
2: I don't know, man. That first one, that first season was so good. I didn't watch the third one. I just totally missed it somehow. How long are these episodes? They're well, an hour. Uh, that's a lot. They're an hour. It is. It's one of the harder watches, Chris, because they're an hour. You're right. I mean, it's been
4: good. Okay, listen, Danny. Danny's texting us. Danny Zetterman, director of content, says stop ruining shows. We're not We're ruining not any part ruin of the anything. show. I we didn't st- ruin anything. We haven't told you anything. I stopped. I haven't myself. watched
3: it. I haven't watched it either. You're going it's in like the, the dark, something.
2: Like the episodes. Are you going right, to watch it? Isn't it dark? It is. It's I, in Alaska. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> to me,
3: it's gone. I, I've lost my interest Yurko. in treating I detectives. agree with
2: Yurko. I lost my interest as well. But maybe that's why they're trying to tie it back to the yeah, first one to get to you Vince, guys back in. After yeah. the Vince Vaughn one, it
3: was like, okay, yeah. this thing Yeah, I never gone. watched the third season. I'm with yeah. Yerk. But I, I started I
2: watching this one, and it was compelling enough that I'm like, oh, all right, I'm kind of into it. It's been, it's been good. Jodie Foster's in it. She's great.
4: Yeah. I would yeah. watch it if it wasn't called True Detective. Like it just look. It's a good. Mm. It's a good story. Mm-hmm. Like I watched the Mayor of East Town. I yeah. watch like any of these.
2: Mayor of East Town was great.
4: These you know detective type shows that are you know eight episodes and they're done or whatever seven yeah. episodes and they're done. I'll watch it. I don't care. So like the fact that it's true detective doesn't matter to me. Yeah. You tell me it's Jodie Foster and like whatever, and they're a detective and they're investigating some stuff. And there might be some supernatural elements, whatever. I'm in. I don't need it to be true detective.
2: I see what you're saying. They're like, they keep going back to that franchise probably because they think it's been marketable for them. Yeah. So, in, I'm, I'm looking forward to both of those things on HBO though, this weekend or on Max, whatever they call it now. And then the Pebble Beach Pro Am is this week. That's fun usually because we get pretty sights of that gorgeous piece of land on the Monterey Peninsula. So, I appreciate that's what I'll watch. I appreciated the ball busting if you saw it between Tom Brady and Josh Allen. Did you see that? That's going around. They're, Tom Brady says to him, he goes, a nine. They're, they're talking about their handicaps. He goes, a nine. He goes, what's the, name? you're 27. I'm 46. And Josh Allen goes, you're retired. Yeah. And it was funny. I would have shot back if I were Brady. I retired last year, dude, and I'm still a scratch golfer. You he goes, well, who do I see about getting strokes?
3: Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Tom Tom Brady, a scratch golfer? I don't know. I'm assuming he's a, a very low I saw him, handicap. but I saw him in that little match they had, except for that one 8-iron eight eight iron that he holed out. He, he was all over the yard uh, that year. I could be I could be exaggerating. With, with Tiger that, and Phil? But I bet he's a pretty I low handicap. I, I, if, uh, he'd be between, for me, uh, an 8 and probably a 12. Oh really?
2: I was going to say like 6 to 8. You think okay. maybe not? Yeah. Well, I am giving you a wider range. Yeah. It's funny. He goes, "What do you a 9?" He goes, "Come on, I need some strokes here." I uh, he goes, "I'm I'm 47, you're 27. I'm 46, you're 27." It was pretty funny. Well, you
3: remember, you don't want uh, you don't want to have one of those what, what what are they called? Vanity handicaps. You
2: don't want a vanity handicap. Oh, it's a vanity handicap. That's when you're really a 12
3: and you want to put down a 7. Like you're a better player than you actually yeah, you wouldn't are. you want that. You never shoot your handicap ever in the history of the world. They figured out if you've got a proper handicap about once every five rounds, you might shoot your handicap or beat your handicap. Hmm. Once every five rounds what you really want to do is But you never blow they could they've got something that like if you shoot four better than your what your handicap is, then they do what they call a super adjustment. Okay, you want to be cute. You want to sandbag so like a little bit. If you're a four, but you say you're an eight, yeah, yeah. No, no. The vanity one, the vanity one is different. The vanity one is Just the other way. I'm... You claim a lower handicap and you never shoot it. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah. So you, you're a five and right. you shoot 86. So what's
2: worse, that guy or the guy who's a the, five and says he's a nine? They're
3: equally irritating. Okay. And they're equally bad. All right. Except uh, the ones that definitely lack respect. Are the sandbaggers
2: okay? They're the worst. Okay. They're, they're the worst of the worst.
3: They're the worst of the worst. I kind of think anything you can do yeah. to bleed your club out of sandbaggers, do it and get rid of them. Okay, no matter how much you, uh, they spend, how much they do. If you can get rid of your sandbaggers, you want to. Okay, there you
2: go. That's advice from the good kid That's who knows from me. a thing or two. He's, I, yeah, listen, he knows things that know thing uh, most two. men should know. You got a super adjustments. They'll come at you. In a little bit here, coming up after our first break, I want to play uh, the one of the greatest, quickest uh, flippers ever. This is not Cap. Cap didn't do anything. This is, uh, I mean, he might, like, Colin Coward could teach a class in this flip. This one was good. But I guess he got put in his place, so maybe it's not well, really if like. If there was a Mount Rushmore flip-floppers. Woo. I guess more than anything, though, maybe he didn't flip like he just realized how wrong he was because he got put well, in his but place. That's, that's
3: still a flip, though, when you're yes. so wrong that somebody has to speak out against how wrong you were.
2: I mean, it took like yeah. 20, it took 24 hours. Yeah. And Colin Coward had to apologize. Right. So, and it's Bears and Caleb Williams related. So we'll play that coming up. Yurko was a little bit annoyed with me when he walked in today. He felt like I didn't park close enough to the front you know, edge of the garage to allow the clear a clear amount of space. you were
3: prob- you're you uh, you're responsible for forty percent of what was happening. The guy guy that was next to me was responsible for sixty percent. So the car on the left sixty percent. you were responsible for forty percent.
2: It could be that I'm still getting used to my Defender, uh, my Land Rover Defender that do, I got from Howard. Do you know, Olaf? when
3: I used to park that thing, I used to walk out and check to make sure that I had gotten forward enough. Maybe I should because do that. I'm cautious myself usually. But I've become very comfortable with my beautiful Chevy Silverado so, that I've got a good feeling of how close I can get without hitting a wall, a wall. and or or the, the the ropes, the wires that run across. Now, the cars
2: today, all like my Land Rover's got sensors, sensors yeah. and a camera, yeah. so I can see it, but I thought I was close enough, but I might not be used to how much of the back end... Don't, don't like it's a little rack, bit bigger. No, it's, it's a little bit bigger. Out. Yeah, it's a little yeah, bit these bigger. Guys are going to rack that. And no, it they back. won't. The, the back end is sticking out. Right. It's bigger. Right. It's and it's bigger. got the big wheel on the back. And, yeah. So you're going to say, so you need problem, to pull that up more." Between
3: the two of you, I didn't have the proper turn radius to be able to get in. So, but and there was plenty of room. Hmm. There's plenty of room left to right. That was not an issue. But I didn't have the so I had to pull in, back out, pull in. And let me tell you, it was close a couple of times on each end. Because that, you know, and then you got the other side. I wasn't getting the requisite amount of room that I had to take it out a little right, put a nice little arc on it, and get in where I needed to
2: get. I've got picture evidence. I know I saw it. I, I feel like I'm about a two feet, maybe, shy of where I should be. It, 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 maybe I should pull it up too far.
3: The most it's 27 inches. Okay, but between your 27 inches and the jackaloon next to me that's got four feet
2: to well, the that, wire. That's, that's four feet between the two of you. You guys made life challenging this morning. I'm sorry. I'm still. I've never had a truck before. I'm, yeah. I'm getting used to it. I, I the ass sticks out. It's Let's face big, it. It's a big vehicle. It's a big car. When you make right turns, you don't want to
3: curb your tire. Boy, it, you got to make sure you get out. and You make that right. You know what but I'm it, saying? But you but got to go cor- forward. It
2: corners like a dream. For yeah, so a
3: big truck, it corners imagine. like a dream. Have you
2: taken brother? that thing off roading? yet? I have not. Geo keeps asking. That's something that you should do. I don't. Where would I take even, it up to the dunes? Where would I go? I've never off roaded. Take it. Take it up to you know Warren, Michigan. Is that where you go? Oh, I'm sure you can. Where
3: would one go to? I'm asking a legitimate question. What what you need to do is avoid the signs that say state park. Okay, that makes sense. So uh, just uh,
2: ignore those, and then just take it out onto the beach and have a good time. Where would one go to off road? I don't need because he keeps asking. Because the car you can lift it up. It's already high, but you can lift the Land Rover Defender can lift. Now you're going to raise. You're
3: you're raising your roll center there too.
2: Now you got to be careful. That's
3: true. You get a little more tippy then.
2: Yes. You don't want to be tippy. You're all it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But you can like lift the chassis up. Uh, yeah. Or man, not the chassis, I guess. No, that's the chassis that's going up. It is. It, is it's all chassis? going
3: up. It's got to be the chassis okay. that's going up. All right. The chassis is the frame. That's the frame. The frame. frame, I the frame. Guess, right? Yeah. yeah so the frame that, that it's all built on. That goes up. It's wild. Yeah. And she goes, like, "Well, when are we gonna off
2: road?" I was like, "I don't know. I don't know where we're going to
3: off road." Well, <laughs> you don't want to take it up. I'd, I'd rather keep it down. If I'm gonna go off roading on that thing, I want more stability. Yeah.
2: You I thought they l- did it because that way you could
3: clear any sort of... What, what, in- what are you going to be, going over logs and such? I don't know. I mean, where are you going? <laughs> I don't know. Well, my off-roading <laughs> facility's got sand and dirt. You, wait, wait, you, you going lumberjacking here? I might, what are, you, what are you,
2: pulling some Douglas firs out from somewhere? You never know. I think uh, Gio wants to like go off-roading in the forest or yeah. something, you know? So, well, Gio's very aggressive. He, I can he tell is, already. He, is. he could be a wheel man. He might not. Nah, you never know.
3: know. you never seen him behind the wheel of a car. That's true. And you won't know. You take him go-karting? No, uh, you ever taken him to those fancy facilities where they put the driver's suit on you? You no. watch the video and you take him out? I should do that. He might lead a kid out Take the that. team. What about a bonding night with the, with the uh, baseball, baseball team. team? Hey, we're going. Get not the dads idea. out. Get some of the moms. You never know. Kid might not have a dad. You bring the mom out, you drive her all over the place.
2: That's not a bad idea. Uh, Coming up next, I want to play you two different things from two separate shows in the last 24 hours from Colin Coward. And the 180 here is amazing. Let's try to set the record straight on what Caleb Williams wants or is requesting or is asking for. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, there's been a lot of speculation about, like, oh, Caleb Williams doesn't want to go to the Bears. He's never said that. As far as we know, he's never really even done too much hinting at that. Does his dad not want him to be here? Uh, To that, I would say, who cares? I mean... This is like LeVar Ball. Uh, Lonzo Ball is his own man, and he's proved that during the course of his NBA career. So is LaMelo. You don't hear hide or hair. Isn't that the old expression? The big baller, yeah. From the old man. You don't hear hear anything
3: anything from the big baller anymore. From Lavar Ball. Why? Because the the kids have
2: established themselves, and they've done what they've done. Right. Yes. He's disappeared into the ether because because uh, LaMelo in... And Lonzo are their own men. They're professional NBA players and good ones. Too bad Lonzo can't stay healthy. They still love their father. Of course. But I mean, it's a silly, like, oh, the dad, the dad. This is Colin Coward on his show yesterday about the Bears and Caleb Williams.
5: There's some concerns here that uh, dad's a little too involved. Now, dads are very, very involved in high school and college quarterbacking. So that's just part of the new world we live in. But I I still contend, you're going to think I'm nuts here. I do think it's possible that Washington trades up and Chicago allows Washington to trade up because Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. He's from the D.C. area. I think Dan Quinn is considered the big concern for Caleb Williams, and you have to admit this, where you land matters. Chicago has never developed a star quarterback.
2: Okay, so that's fine. He's right. And that could be his opinion about maybe why Caleb doesn't want to come here, if that's the case at all. But he said Caleb and his people don't want to go to Chicago. That's making a statement as if you know something.
5: This is Colin Coward on his show today. This is not the perfect destination. Washington at number two, in my opinion, he's from there, is a much better landing spot. But I got a call yesterday from the Caleb Williams camp. By the way, he's got a very small camp. He doesn't have an entourage. He's got like an assistant for the NIL stuff, a marketing person. He he doesn't have a big camp. He has a dad, big personality, smart guy, strong opinions, does his homework. Caleb and his dad don't always agree, but he's got a very big personality as a father. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, "Whoa, whoa, 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 Colin. We don't want to be we don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago and we don't want to be painted as anti-bear. And they and they made it clear to me that they said, listen, we don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. Chicago cares. They're big, loud, they're passionate. They fire coaches all the time. They care. We don't want to go to some sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. And they did say There is a path to succeed in Chicago. It's called the Houston Texans. Defensive coach, couple of weapons, cap space, good pick. Uh, You know, they they mentioned they got a second pick. There's a bunch of good receivers out there, LSU, Washington. They could go get another weapon, and they already have one bona fide number one pick. But it does show you the reality of Caleb Williams.
2: Okay, so I'm glad that's cleared up because – Colin's got a big reach. He's coming out Waddle lot on Sylvie today, by the way. At three. He's got a big reach. So going to take him to the woodshed? I don't know what they're going to do. You know, so when you say things like that, like that first soundbite we played from yesterday's show, you know, people are going to assume you know what you're talking about because you're on a national radio program. You've got a big reach. You have a big following. I'm glad someone from Caleb Williams' camp heard it and said, Where are you getting that? And it's not true. So apologize.
4: Well, it was even worse, too, because I mean, before, it, it, in the like extended, like three minute version of the first clip from yesterday, he said, I I'm sitting on stuff. I know things. Okay, yeah. So he's that's even pref- worse. Exactly. You're right. Exactly. He's prefacing it by saying I have, in, basically saying I have inside information that you don't.
2: It's so silly. I mean, which it just, in reality yeah, doesn't exist at all. You know, but but people uh, My friend Jerry Harrison Jr., long time big leaguer.
4: Yeah. Sorry, it was a name dropping. Sorry. Yeah. Dro- I dropped the, dropped the name dropped right the there. name. Sorry. There you go. That's Sorry pretty, about that. It's a big
2: Can we leaguer. do that from went, now on?
3: You went yeah, to high absolutely. school with
2: him. Jerry, Chicago's own. Yes, Jerry yep. and I went to high school together. What did, he, what did Jerry, Jerry do? What did is, Jerry, Jerry do? Jerry lives in L.A. Jerry does pre post for the Dodgers. Sure, L.A.'s fine, but it ain't home. Right. He is obsessed with the Bears and the Bulls. And I'm like, not not like in a fake way. I mean, right, like, he's Jerry, a real fan. Jerry loves the Bulls. He loves the Bears he and the Bulls. He loves the Bulls and he loves the Bears. Hates the baseball team. He's a big Justin Fields. Like, he's a big Huge. him guy. Like he, I mean, Jerry's him. Huge. Oh, baby. Yeah. Jerry is very much on yeah. Justin Fields. Right. Um, even though, but he, he texted me two seconds after these guys texted me yesterday about Coward. I'm Jerry's, see, this what I'm worried about. I'm afraid of. You got to stick with Jerry. guys got to stick with Justin. Can't draft Caleb. I'm like, slow down. Calm down. Dodger spring training is coming up. <laughs> Focus on that. Like, don't worry. Let it play out. Nobody's saying Caleb doesn't want to cut. Nobody, nobody else has said that. In fact, most signs have point to it's not true. Whatever the early speculation was, that, and I don't know where that started, who created it. I don't know where it came from originally. Oh, he right. doesn't want to go to Chicago. That doesn't ever have appeared to be true at all. But Colin Coward says it and people are gonna believe it. And if you're sitting on stuff, maybe double check next time. Yeah. I don't know. Because Listen, to get a to get a phone call from Caleb's camp the night after you went on your national radio show and said that, to have to walk it back a day later. Yeah. Pretty ridiculous. I mean,
3: if that's the way it works nowadays, I'd like to announce that our show's gonna be emanating from the the, the moon next week. We are going to fly to the moon this weekend, and we're going to do the show from the surface of the moon all next week. I, I mean, if, you, if if it doesn't make a difference what you say, and there's zero credibility to whatever you have to say, and then I just can pull it back uh, on Sunday night and go, no, nah, uh, unfortunately... We ran out of rocket fuel for our rocket. The best part about that idea is. And we
4: can't go. I really want the montage of you guys doing all the little tests to go into space. That'd be great. Like the the plane that goes up really high and then drops suddenly, so you do zero gravity. And like you guys in that really deep pool, like doing things. Like I just want you guys in that montage of space things. Like like Armageddon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I want.
2: That would be kind of fun. I'll, I'll take just a trip in the Blue Angels. Uh, well, I mean, uh, the point is,
3: if we can say whatever the hell we want, if we don't have to stick by it. Yeah, I mean,
2: I mean, what the hell is that? And you get people all riled up. And, like, it's February 2nd, man. I get it. Sometimes the, the we throw is... stuff
3: to the wall. I saw a trade today between the, the Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears that involved 14 picks and a player.
2: Well, remember, Den- remember when I told you about the Broncos? Yeah,
3: Denver gets the first pick. And for some reason or another, they're going to be willing to give up their first, second, third, and fourth for the next two years. In 2025 and 2026. They just did that. Yeah. And their uh, pick this year, which is the 12th, I think. I think And then their second round 14. pick, their third round pick, their fourth round pick, their fifth round pick. And, hold on, even better, Carm, Patrick Sertain. Oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, they, no. They're 12th. Oh, no. it's the, Yeah, it's 12th. Come That's why I, 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 I sat here and I looked at it. And I said, are you kidding me? Fourteen. Fourteen. Thirteen draft choices, right? And one player.
2: And a, a, a pro Pet, bowl player. Patrick
3: Serté for, for the first pick. Would you do that?
2: Do it. Of course. I would do it in a half a heartbeat. I mean, that's a lot of draft picks. More than you ever could do anything with. I mean, you talk about what you'd be armed but with. But it's really.
3: ridiculous. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Where was that? I didn't see that. It was on, uh, it was on uh, X. Somebody oh, just it was on proposing X. it. It was so ridiculous. He, I don't want to have him be ridiculed and lambasted by anybody that knows anything or has watched one one quarter of football.
2: But remember, I did bring up Denver to you. Now, not a trade like that, yeah, of course, because not for they've got 12, the problem. The, the problem is they have such a long way to go. But I, I threw that at Yurko and the guy in Black and Abdallah late in the year. I'm like, what if Peyton? You know, because they're moving on from Russ. Like, what if Peyton realizes the opportunity? Listen, Adam played me something yeah. from Colin show a year ago when uh, Peyton went on, when he was an analyst. Remember? Sure, yeah. Uh, and he said uh, Caleb Williams. What, how did he phrase it, Adam? Generational. generational. He yeah. said generational, yeah. He well, Caleb
3: Williams, generational. Every, every There's 20 generational players coming out in this year's draft. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I have a feeling. Yeah, every position's I think they got say a it generational do don't they?
2: Don't they say it? But really, one.
3: Generational.
2: It's Caleb. This tackle's generational. Hey, that's your guy. You said to
3: trust him. This is generational. No, I think, the word we genera- I think
2: the word generational gets overused. Okay, maybe, but he said that about Caleb Williams. If so I'm the would Bears, trade up
3: to one to get him? If I'm the Bears and Sean Payton starts sniffing around my number one pick. <laughs> I, I draft Caleb Williams. <laughs> that's when I start going, mm-hmm, okay. Now, even if I don't know what the hell a great quarterback That's looks like. Awesome. If Sean Payton
2: believes he's a good quarterback. Awesome. Boom. Yeah. That is great, Eric. Wait, Sean wants to come up from 12? We better draft Caleb Williams. Yeah. And then don't screw it up. Yeah, he's one of the guys. That's he's great. one of the guys you can believe. Let's. He and Brett Veach. Yeah, I would trust Veach. Well, I mean, listen, guys, even guys like that are still going to miss. But, man, they've done well. I would trust Andy's eyes. I would trust Sean Payton's. I would trust Jim Harbaugh's. Let's take a break and take some calls when we come back, okay? Three one two three. Is that the 3- feeling you got? Seven six. You got me all. I got up. something. I I I you should got? tell you something that Mike North said on our odds couple. Do you have
3: something today. or do you got something? I got something.
2: Okay. I know that's 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 like yeah. Terrible. I know you went to school terrible
3: You're right. i gotta correct you when you do that
2: sometimes we're so much in the flow here right we're a couple of guys and talking we do get a little bit of that meathead thing in us too you know every once in a while and you know you start talking and you know the proper english goes right out the window out the window but we I'm, are a professional
3: broadcast outlet so i should speak appropriately the one i like to say is the double negative i use yeah, that too, intentionally
2: bro. though but, i know you, you know, do. i throw that out there intentionally i have something I that i should it. tell you about Mike North's plan to fix the Bears quarterback situation. Oh, boy. Yeah, Mike, you'll come on today at 145 with the bonus We're play. not bringing Mitch back. He, no. Believe it or not, it's not Mitch. Thank okay. God. Thank God we didn't have to argue oh, about Mitch today. The habits. podcast is up, though. Make sure you check it out. The Ads Couple podcast is up for the weekend. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Don't forget to come hang with us at Twin Peaks in Warrenville next Thursday. Looking forward to that. Preview the Super Bowl and have some fun. Come grab lunch with us next Thursday. We are out and about. We love it. Twin Peaks, Warrenville. We'll see you there next week. Odds, ah, a couple podcasts is up. Mike's idea, he's scared off by number ones, too. Don't draft Caleb. Draft the quarterback later. But, boy, Mike's outside the box sometimes. His plan? He wants to do a Green Bay, but the Bears don't have an Aaron Rodgers for the kid to learn from. They don't have a Brett Favre for the kid to learn from. He says, right. draft a quarterback later and sign Kirk Cousins in free agency. He said, tell me the Bears aren't a playoff team with Kirk Cousins next year. I'm like, well, I, they probably are. I still don't like the plan. Yeah. But yeah, the Bears would be a playoff team with Kirk Cousins. I mean, what are you paying them, $45 million? Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. You've got all this cap room. You want to shoot it to hell with Kirk Cousins for a year or two? I don't. But Mike's like, well, they're going to go to the playoffs. That's true. They're a playoff team with Kirk Cousins. I believe that, yes. Yeah. I believe that, too.
3: My dilemma is I think they're a playoff team with Justin Fields.
2: They were knocking on the door. If, If things didn't go so terribly wrong in the first four games, they're knocking on the door, Yerk. I agree. Grab some phone calls. 312-332-3776. First, uh, Dave wants to give me a, an off-road place to visit. He's in Grand Rapids. Go ahead, Dave. Davey? Dave. Hello? All right, Davey. Sorry, buddy. Call back. Derek in Brooklyn. What up, Derek?
0: Yo, yo. What's poppin'? Yo? How y'all doing? Good, man. Good, How are you, good, buddy? Good, good, I'm good, man. Let me, let me say this, man. Go. These Bears fans, these fickle Bears fans with these crazy trades and listen... Justin Fields is out of here. Maybe he's mediocre. He's not that good. Do I like him? Yes. Do a lot of Bears fans like him? Yes. But my thing is with these Bears fans, why are you guys not accepting change? Why do you want to stay mediocre? Regardless if we get Caleb, Drake, I'm riding with Ryan Pose, man. I'm tired of this. Caleb don't want to be here. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't make no statement. You guys are hearing this stuff through... What what's dude named cow herb yeah, it's crazy. Like, come on, man. Like, that, if you're not hearing it from a reliable source in Chicago, yeah. then don't pay attention to it, wow. man. I'm in New York, and I listen to this station all day. I don't even listen to the station of the city that I live in. Man, I listen to you guys because this is this is where I'm from, man. So I'm 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 in tune to what's going on. So. Basically, listen, Chicago, get ready for change, because change is coming. They, they, Ryan Poles is not gonna attach his legacy to a mediocre quarterback that he did not draft. It's simple as that. He's not now. If Justin would have balled out this year, he would have threw for maybe 4,700 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and and it wasn't really his fault that we lost. Then maybe, but. Ryan Poles is not a stupid man. He respects Justin and he let Justin know he's not making an immediate judgment, but he's been on the team for three years. Ryan Poe has been a GM for two years. He is not the man. Everybody gets it all out of bent out you know, they get excited. Oh, he spent out of a tackle. He ran for sixty seven yards for a touchdown. Listen, it's not all about that, man. He yeah. has we gotta get somebody that can pass from the damn pocket. You fall love in love guys. with the
2: splash plays. I know. Derek thanks,
0: buddy. We yes. love you. Thank you, man.
2: Boy, Derek brings it, doesn't he? Yeah. He brings
3: the funk. Well, he lives in New York. There's a natural state of agita there. You know? It is, uh, it is the city that never sleeps, Carm.
2: Yeah, it is. Remember uh, that. Everything's always a little bit more intense in New York. Yes, just, it is. It's just a very fast-paced way of life. Dean is downtown. What up, Dino?
6: Oh, talk
2: to him, Derek. And I know oh,
6: a change gonna come. Wow.
2: That was pretty good, Love actually.
6: Big D in Brooklyn. Pretty good. Pause. Movie.
2: Do you, um, do, you the the do you ever sing at the restaurant? Do I you ever sing at the restaurant? Like, do you ever sing at Carson's like that? I mean, you know, I used to sing for Danny. I sang for his wife
6: for her birthday at the restaurant. Oh, as a matter God, of fact, kind
2: of impressive. Right I serenaded there. her. You should. You should for serenade, Diana, on, right? Yes. Yeah. You should serenade on Friday nights at Carson's. With My Longfellow serenade. You know,
6: I got a lot of good ideas. I was thinking it wouldn't be a bad idea, if "Boomer a session. And Shamrock Shane Orland got an apartment together. a couple of blueberries trying to make a fruit basket. Okay. What do you say? Okay. Well, you gotta, um, so that's interesting. I'm so Gene. glad. By the way, I'm so glad I didn't get a chance to call you guys the other day. I'm so glad the other day Chase called. You got to tip your you got to tip your barber. Get a good barber and tip him, man. I downtown Dean every week. I get my hair cut. York knows fifty dollars. You
2: get Your hair cut every week though. How is that? I mean, I keep my hair short. I go every, every month, every, every twenty days. I mean, how do you? Uh, for I got to look
6: fresh. I got to look fresh for the ladies, Dean. for the ladies. Um, oh so, God. you know, I also I called mostly to say I heard someone say this, guys, watching that Ravens game. Did that make you maybe think, man, if, if Justin feeling is Lamar Jackson, like this, this is not good. Like, I've always been someone to say, I don't care what you guys do with Fields, but try to maybe acquire picks. I think that's the safest thing to do. I told you guys that on all the other shows, get Harrison Jr. and acquire picks. But watching that game, man, that's what I mostly called for. And lastly, I would just like to add to the listeners out there, I am Team Joey G from Melrose Park. No shame, Norling. Tell him to take his DVOA and shove it. Downtown Dean, I made my bones when you were dating Kalamazoo cheerleaders, Norling. Take
0: that.
2: Thank you, Dean. Thank you. Kalamazoo cheerleaders. He's doing Mo Green. He's always going after Shea. Yeah, I'm Black and Abdallah the other night. Joey and Joey Jim Melrose Park dropped uh, the fact that he thinks that the Cap Show's mad at him for some reason. It sounded like he thought he's been banned. Banned. Yeah, he was like, Mm -hmm. I think I've been banned from the Cap Show, Cap and Hoodie Show. I think there's only one listener who has been banned here in the year 2024. Um, Who's been banned? Uh, he's a gentleman who calls into to Black and Abdallah. Uh, oh, yeah. Usually has a theme song, a oh, Stone Cold theme God, song. No, I'm not on. I, I mean, believe yeah. he was banned, unbanned, and then I was say, after I... his latest uh, phone call, I believe Keith Williams uh, has oh. enacted uh, oh, the boy. ban again. So. Well, I heard him on with you guys one night, so I didn't realize something else had happened, and he got banned. Oof, boy. Another ban. I believe I that's the latest. You've got to work hard to get banned on this radio station. I, I mean right we let anyone through I mean, pretty much you he know what well, but uh, people swear maybe it was an know.
4: accident you already know, he swore on purpose I yeah he he,
2: w- he, it w- he didn't he, yeah it sounded like it was an accident
4: we might have to talk to Keith today cuz Mitchell's yet to call in this week and usually he calls in on all calls Friday mm-hmm. we
2: might have to lift that see about lifting that band Mike's in Cicero what's up Mike
6: hey uh, just listening to these guys and it just drives me crazy you guys are great i love your show thank you thank you uh I just, I, I can't, you know, Coles has got a really great opportunity here. He
1: can do whatever he wants with it, and he's probably going to be right doing it. But I just, how many, how many quarterbacks taken as the first uh, first choice in the draft have
6: really been successful? All I can think of is bad quarterbacks that come out of that first, first
2: pick. It's tough, uh, and you got guys in the Super Bowl who, you know, Mahomes was what, 10th. T- and Brock Purdy's T- the last in the entire draft. Yeah, so. but he's an outlier. I mean, let's face it you're not going to get you're not going to luck into many Brady's or Purdies. And I don't know how good Purdy ultimately will be if if this how sustainable all this is. I think Brock Purdy's pretty good, but you're you're not going to luck in. I, there's there's a an element of luck slash randomness to that. That is, I don't know, Mike. Like it's tough to to bank on that. Like, well, we could find that guy anywhere. You can find running backs anywhere. You can find wide receivers pretty much all over the draft. You can find a great center in round two, three, four, maybe even. I agree with a lot of that, but yeah, you can't. Most there's, no, there's your, no center going in the first for sure. No, I know. Most of your great quarterbacks are still you know, usually pretty high picks, first round picks. Are they the first overall? I know there's a lot of busts, but you guys can't. You can't say, well, there are more busts at one, and more. You know, there are other quarterbacks who come after. That are good. Well, no kidding. That's simple math, guys. The pool of everybody else other than the number one pick is a lot bigger than the guy who's the number one pick. Yes. that That's not... That should surprise no one. Right. You shouldn't be stunned by that. And it shouldn't deter you from taking a quarterback if you do your work properly and deem that quarterback is worthy of said number one pick. Uh, you know... I'd be careful to be like, oh, you can find quarterbacks everywhere. Not really.
3: <laughs> quarterbacks have been found places, but odds are the more of an elite quarterback you get, the chances of you being successful with that quarterback are good. Everybody can point the bus out. There's bus everywhere. Guys. Right,
2: yeah. Like, listen, guys, Peyton Manning was still a first-round pick. John Elway was a first-round pick. Dan Marino was a first-round pick. Peyton Manning, did I say Peyton Manning? Aaron yeah. Rodgers was a first-round pick. Donovan McNabb was a first-round pick. I'm trying to go with, like, the great. Ben Roethlisberger was a first-round yeah. t- first pick. Paul Pepper.
3: No, I know. Culpepper. No, I know. You, you want me to argue. I'm just telling I you know, who the first-round picks. I, 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 I'm not arguing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, you you're what, saying
2: you're going with studs. I'm going with this. Like, most of the studs are still going to come out of the first round, guys. Patrick Mahomes is a first-round pick. Like, Brady is hard
3: to do. I mean, Rod God, Purdy's right. hard to do. Jake DeLome, Gus Farratt, these guys were all good quarterbacks, but they weren't great quarterbacks. Purdy's trying to become a great quarterback by being the last player taken in the draft. Tony Romer was a very effective, very good quarterback, but not a superstar quarterback, and he was a free agent. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The odds of you getting a
2: stud usually comes from the first round. Yeah, that's it all does. I'm saying. And I don't, like, I wouldn't. I, you can't get wrapped up in, others oh, all the, the great quarterbacks come from a lot of spots other than one. Of course. But, it like, you shouldn't be turned away because of that fact. You've got to go out and do your job now, if you're Ryan Poles in this organization, and figure out what's going to be best for your organization. How do you make, if you pick Caleb or whichever quarterback you go with, how do you do your very best to make sure that the system is, is right for him here, that yes. he's supported, that he's got the help he needs. Don't do what you've done in years past where you've found ways to flub it and
3: F it up. Like, And, and guess what? You need to lean on your offense coordinator a little bit, too,
2: to see what he thinks. Of course. What do you think? Watch the film. Take a look. All your offensive coaches. Where this should be a wrong? big, happy collaboration. Right. Right. Not, Ryan, uh, not uh, uh, Ryan Pace going rogue. There's no time to go rogue. So do your work, and if you say to yourselves, if you all walk away going, "Man, Caleb is going to be great. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that happens. We think he's going to be great." What you're supposed to go, man? Eh, but you know what? First picks yeah, they don't often work out. So let's eh, f it. Screw I, I it. don't think you can think that way. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Don't forget, a little later today you could qualify for a Woodford Reserve trip because it's a Friday. That means we're doing the call to the post. We started this countdown weeks ago. We're leading up to the 150th. Running of the Run for the Roses, the Kentucky Derby, the first Saturday in May. Our great partners at Brown Foreman and Woodford Reserve. Of course, Woodford is the official bourbon, the presenting sponsor of the Kentucky Derby. So if your caller, you have to be caller 50, When you hear the call to the post later, you could win the $150 gift card that can be used towards the Twin Spires app and have some fun, but you'll also be in the hopper to win one of the trips with us back down to Kentucky later this spring when we hit up Woodford Reserve again. It's so beautiful, and we'll tour the distillery, and we'll do a show live from the Visitor Center at the distillery like we did last spring. You want to be on this trip. It was loads of fun. I'll stay in Louisville and, and bus over in the morning to Versailles, and check out Woodford Reserve. We'll have a great time, and you can be on the trip with us later in May. So every Friday, make sure you're listening for the call to the Post. You do have to be 21 years old uh, as of December eighth, twenty 2023, and you need to be a resident of Illinois to qualify. Let's go to Todd in St. Charles on ESPN 1000. Hello, Todd.
1: Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing today? We're great. How are you? Good. Hey, check it out. I am I'm a Veris fan, and – in my heart I want nothing more than Justin Fields to have been the guy. I wanted that pick to be golden. He's got immeasurable talent. But just like in baseball, you know, five tool guys, if they don't translate that talent into skills, it doesn't really mean anything. Mm-hmm. And while he's while he's got flashes, while he's got some highlight real stuff, like, in my mind, I think it's a true statement to say that of, of all the games Justin's played and of all the, like, two-minute drill-type drives that he's ever run, it's more likely that he's going to turn the ball over or they're going to be out on downs before the clock expires. You know, more likely that happens than they score points off of that drive. I mean, in my mind, I'm just trying to think, like, I've never seen him run a hurry-up offense and score points. uh so, I mean, if the, if the Bears are going to be front runners, you know, he could be he could be the guy. Any team that's going to be front runners, he could be the guy. But, you know, if you if you want a in my mind a franchise quarterback, can take the ball and get you points when you absolutely got to have them. Yeah, whether like in it's to any ice, situation, ice the game or whether it's to catch up. Um, and he just he doesn't run that. He doesn't run that. And if he can't run that, then like. You know, what, what, why would we pay somebody $40 million if they can't run a two-minute offense?
2: Yeah, well, and, and I don't even know what the, the actual numbers look like within some of their two-minute stuff. We could probably delve into that a little bit. But, Todd, thanks for the phone call. I think, ultimately, Justin does very well when everything is k- kind of great around him. I think the great quarterbacks can still be great and elevate when the script is not in your favor all the time. You know what, what I mean? Patrick
3: Mahomes did with Kansas City this year with limited amount of talent, Justin Fields wouldn't be able to go there and take them to a Super Bowl. It's just the truth. Now, it's unfair. Compare him to Patrick Mahomes. Right. Could Justin Fields do what Jordan Love did up in Green Bay? My answer to you would be no. Jordan Love is pretty good, man. I, my answer to you would be uh, no. It sucks. And, and listen, you've got to have a quarterback. You've got to have a quarterback. I can't believe Jordan. And I, I believe that's me countering myself.
2: Yes, it So is. I'll acknowledge my self-countering in that bring
3: situation. It up. No, I did. <laughs> I know. I believe it's me, but I also ask it in a different way. I said if I put him there mm. And, mm. And, and, and had it happen, right, could fair. he do what Jordan Love did? I don't think he could. Okay? Now, I'm more of a guy that believes you can work with stuff. And if they traded away the number one position and built this team the way they could, even through free agency... I believe the Bears would have enough to win the division and compete. I don't know if they'd have enough to go to the Super Bowl, though. I don't know. But I don't think they're I, I don't believe ultimately at the end of the day the quarterback is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. But he's definitely a guy that can bring you to the playoffs. Well, but now you have he, this number one pick. But you've and... also got to do it a different way. You've got to win a different way. Yeah. You can't win the way you can with quarterbacks that can play. You know, throw from the pocket, complete balls. You know, sometimes you got to run, and he's more than capable of doing that. But I'm I'm being very specific. Right. And a guy, if you're down 10, can he bring you back? I think if the Bears are down 10,
2: they're done. Yeah, I mean, you've, you've got you to stick this, a fork in them. There's golden opportunity to potentially upgrade it. But and I believe mean, you can win and get to playoffs yeah, yeah. with yeah. Justin Fields. So I can't believe Jordan loves good. Jeez. 312-332-ESPN, ring us up to join the conversation. We got a long way to go, and we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We'll be back in two short minutes.